The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. Welcome to the lot scene. I am your host, Above the Dave. Thank you for tuning in. Today on episode 5, we're going to be talking about Disco Biscuit songs that have gotten shelved, and the ones that I really wish were not. We're also going to be playing a clip of Disco Biscuits from the road, and also my homegirl, Sunshine, is going to be popping into the studio. And then finally, we are going to be sitting down with Trey Anastasio, the guitar player from Fish, and he is here to talk a little bit and to debut a brand new Fish song. So get ready for another episode of The Lotsy. What's up, what's up? It's your boy ATD. Thanks for tuning back in. So up top, yeah, you know, I'm a jam band fan. So it's in my blood to want things that uh, maybe the band that I love or bands that I love, uh, we may not see eye to eye on when it comes to certain things. Is it something inside of us as jam band fans where we want so bad for them to play some obscure song from 15 years ago? And like, if they play it, then somehow, you know, we're going to feel whole or something. I don't know. There's, it's It always seems funny to me, like how we just hold on to these songs from the past and then like they come back sometimes and we're just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's not bad, I guess. You know, it's just the fact that they haven't played it for a long time that I guess just tickles us and that we hope that it'll come back. Are these songs that I want these bands to take off the shelf and put back into steady rotation? Are they really that good of songs? There are people who are constantly, I remember on, on Fantasy Tour, and just friends would would tell me songs that they wish they would, you know, their band would, would play. And it was always like... Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I mean, I don't feel that strongly about that song. I don't know why they are hanging on so much to to coat. That's right. I'm calling out the coat people. All right. Disco Biscuit fans. I know there's a bunch out there that their number one song that they wish the Biscuits would bring back is Coat. And I don't fucking get it. I don't see it. I don't think that Coat is a song that's really can come back at this point. It barely was there and for it was there for a minute and now they're going to what? Bring it back after 20 years. It's not 
that kind of song. I mean, I'm not asking for Soul is Shaking to come back. It is a cool song, you know, but like it's just not going to fit really in a steady rotation at a Disco Biscuit show at this point. And I, and I feel the same way about Code. So first off, I'm just going to say I'm going to say a few songs that I believe should come off the shelf and should be in steady rotation because, you know, it's my fucking podcast and I'm going to do what I want. But it's not going to one of them will not be coat. Uh, however, there is one song. Actually, I'll start with this. There is one song and it'll be my number one because the song is actually in that same time frame as coat. Also only played a few times. Number one song I think that Disco Biscuits should have continued to play is Boulevard. If you know, you know. Boulevard 2001 came out, caught a bunch of plays, I think maybe into early 2002. And then that was it. Uh, Boulevard, you know, it has some great versions. Uh, my favorite is 1231, 2001. It's Boulevard. I think it opens the set into Mindless Dribble. That's the one that won me over. It's the one I've listened to so many times. Uh, but what I liked about it, too, was that it was this song that had such dope echo effects on the vocals. Uh, whoever's doing the the sound for the band, for the vocals for the band, was doing a really cool thing and some of them not that 1231 but some of the versions like just going crazy with with the echoes and twisting up and making the vocal sound all crazy uh i just i just thought it was a super creative kind of approach to a song that had the band playing it had the sound guy doing a bunch of weird stuff and it was just uh, a good well-written song and uh i wish that one stuck around i think it could have really produce some great jams but but most importantly i I just think it's the the best overall song that the band has decided to no longer play and for whatever reason i don't know i'd love to know why they stopped playing that one but sometimes it probably it's probably for no real reason that anyone's gonna be able to say well it's for this but uh it's just sometimes things get lost i'm sure anyway that one you know i put up there you know the other one that i always felt from that time frame 2000, 2001, uh, into 2002, that always, you know, I was always pushing forward was Unspoken Rhyme. That really was forever the song that I thought didn't, it just didn't make sense to me why it was it was put on the shelf. And, you know, then there was, like I spoke in, in last episode, there was that wheel show where I got to see it. So I can't put it there. It's still a song that, like, is essentially back on the shelf. Like, it was just played one time after, what, like 15 years, 17 years, something like that. And it was great, a cool that they practiced it and that they played it live. But it didn't seem like they're like, all right, now it's back. No, it's 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 been now gone for another eight years or whatever. So they gave us one with that move. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm not going to, and Smoking Rhyme shouldn't be shelved. I really do think it still should be in the rotation. The jams that came out of that in 2001, there's just so many amazing jams. that It was like a crazy carnival circus scary evil clown type jam that kind of came out of it in 2001 so and the version that they did when they did the wheel in like 2016 you know it was cool it's more of like a rock kind of version of unspoken rhyme uh but overall you know super cool to see and and so we're gonna you know say that yes it's still on the shelf but uh that's kind of a sidebar the next song i'm gonna say that needs to come off the shelf is park ave park ave so many people want park ave to come back I think they've played it a handful of times. It's not one of those that hasn't been played in forever, but it is definitely one of those songs that people really like. 
it was one of those 2009 songs, I think, that 2008, 2009, right, where they just had all these new songs like, you know, Meditation and Donde and, you know, like these great, which is another great one. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing that come back. You know, all those could be thrown back in the rotation, right? Uber glue or whatever. So, uh, but for me and a lot of people, Park Ave felt like one of those that really stood out from that time period, 2009, which arguably really is that last great push before the quote unquote set break that the band calls that next period uh, before, you know, 2019 set uh, set break being over. So 2009 is that that huge push of new songs and really is very similar to 2019 in that it was all of these brand new songs being thrown at us, a lot of instrumentals. And, you know, but this time it's like, you know, now we're kind of getting these new ones like Station and Rocket Science and, you know, whatever, Hero. So it's it was that same feeling in 2009 when we were getting thrown all these all these other Biscuit songs. Only some of them are going to stand the test of time, right? And and us as jam band fans are going to just discuss w- why the other ones didn't make it for eternity. And, you know, which is what I'm doing. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to come of it, but I would say, and I know a lot of people would back me up on this, that Park Ave would be a great song to have played multiple times a year. Uh, it just feels like a song that you can go in and out of. And it's got that thing that we love about like Evolve or we love about, Great Abyss are these Magner songs where it almost goes from like a dark and dirty first section into like a happy, bubbly, epic, light second section. Uh, you know, that's what I look at when I think of Ab- Abyss. It's just dark and dirty and then it fucking just goes into epic, feel good, blisco. And, you know, that's what uh, Park Ave is. And so it's and that's what Evolve is. And so Park Ave, it's like it's just is it as good as Evolve? I don't know. Probably not. But it is. It's it's up there, and it and it shouldn't have just been kind of discarded. It it really is uh, a great tune that I I wish they played more. Number three, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say number three. I'm gonna put it Mirrors. Oh my God, the hate. Let it come on in. Come on in, baby. Yeah, Mirrors. I don't know. I don't know why they don't play Mirrors anymore. Was there too many people saying they didn't like it? Is it? I, I think it's a good song. I don't know. I'm cra- Am I crazy? To, I think Mirrors is a song that felt like when it came out that it was one of the best songs of that period, and they played it a lot. And I don't know if maybe they played it too much, too hard in the beginning, and it burned. people got burned out on it. But I think it's got a, a great riff from the whole section that Barbara does on it. The groove is great. It's uh, It could be a great just fucking jam vehicle. I, I, I got nothing against Mirrors, and I think Mirrors should be played more. I, I, I'm going to put Mirrors up there uh, as another one that should not have been shelved. It should be played a good amount. Like, I think it's a good song, and I, not, I don't get the hate. If there is hate, I don't even know why I'm assuming there is hate. I guess I don't see... I'll say this. I don't know if there's hate for it, but I don't see people, like, wishing it comes back. And for whatever reason that is, uh, I just don't understand it. I feel like we should all be a, just up in arms, like, fucking bring back mirrors. That's a great song. And uh, only the Disco Biscuits would, would have a song like Mirrors, um, just like just like Park Ave. Um, next, I'm going to put, I think it's another Magner song, right? I think so. I could be off about this, but it's, uh, I'm going to put Camera B as my next song that shouldn't have been shelved. Camera B, that was a good one. Camera B was cool. And I could see it just just blowing up and going into a 
a sick drum and bass jam. I don't know. It was early Allen when that song came out, right? That was like part of like the 2005, 2004, something like that. It was kind of busting out. And it was played a bunch. And it was good. It was cool. It was it was frantic. And uh, I, I dug that song. And it doesn't have to be played all the time. But I feel like it should be one of those songs that like never got shelved because it got shelved and it got shelved for good. Like it was just like, yep, that's that was from that place in time when we did that. And now that's over. And now we're not looking back. And no one really brings it up too much, except that lately I have seen in some forums, I've seen some people talking about how Camber B should come back. They've been throwing it some dream set lists. And I agree, Camber B uh, should definitely make an appearance or two a year, you know, like just throw it in. What if you did like a robots and a Camber B and the robots? I don't know. Uh, what if you did a robots first jam into Park Ave, back into robots, and then robots goes out into second jam, goes into camera B, back into robots to finish? I don't know. I should be writing the set list. I should. Don't we all think we should be writing the set list? Is there a disco biscuit fan who is out there who doesn't think they should be writing the set list? I don't think so. We're the amount of time I have sat around from the time I was in college to sitting at some boring office jobs to sometimes just sitting on the train. I'll think of like a, a of a segment, like a just a, a set or a full show, and I'll just write it down. I have like a note section in my phone of just Disco Biscuit set list that I have written. So nerdy. Like what? God, I hope my girlfriend doesn't see those. Like just what am I doing? I'm just writing down set lists for what? I don't... Just in case someday, you know, like Brownstein will, will tap me on the shoulder and he'll be like, Dave, we need a set for tonight. And I'll be like, oh, my God, dude, uh, pick from the 78 ones I have here on my phone. Any of these work? And he's like, they all work. And I was like, exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. They all work, right? So anyway, where was I? Camera B. Yeah. OK, so camera B should be played. Uh, and I'll say this. Uh, Songs of Joy. Where are you at? We all loved it. That was a great song. That is a great song. Don't have to play it all the time. Just throw it in every now and then. Songs of Joy. There was nothing nothing but love for that one. That was a that was a happy one. I did go to Vegas and I would say that that on 10:30 second set they played Necromancer. It was jam in of Necromancer and out of in an incredible set. Second set 10:30 2001 2021 is an incredible set uh at the Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas. Necromancer when it was happening, I was so fucking happy. I was like, I don't even know if I've, I've seen that song maybe live, like maybe one other time. And it is a song that comes out like once every year, not even once every couple years, maybe. And I don't understand why. Again, another Magner song. What's up with that? Necromancer is, it's perfect in like, it's got the great groove and it's also like kind of silly, but it like, it's one of those songs where... Aaron is singing like right the kind of way he should be singing, you know, which is in every way. But it is definitely in the necromancer way. Like how he sings a necromancer is chef's kiss Magner. That's what I need for Magners to sing like that, which is a little bit of that spy singing where it's like it's just perfect, hilarious. Uh, I it just makes you smile when you see Magner singing Necromancer live and the groove is great and the guitar is great and it fucking can produce some great jams. It's a great song to come in and out of. It's a fucking party. Like it's a dance party song. Uh, so Necromancer, where are you? That that song honestly should be played like it should be heavy in the rotation. OK, I could talk about songs that I think should be not so much in the rotation as much. Um I won't really get into that, uh, but there are definitely, 
you know, a good two dozen songs that could easily be thrown in more and some songs played less. I'm looking at you, Story of the World. So, okay, fine, I'll throw out one. Story shouldn't be played as much. I, it's great, but, like, come on. There are so many other songs that we could be putting in rotation uh, that we could be, I could be. Should I, can I be paid to do this? Okay, I'll leave you with this. A couple covers that I would like to come back. Number one, Three Days, Jane's Addiction. Holy shit, they used to crush this. And that was... Uh, with Sammy, can you imagine doing them doing three days with Alan? Oh my God! I love. I could just. I just. That has to happen. Like three days, bring it back. It would be so great with Alan. Number two, I'm gonna say it. Nirvana, Lithium. I think uh, they did a great job with Lithium. It's uh, yeah, it's quick. For the most part, I have heard it jammed out, but uh, I think it's just a good. I think they do a good job with Lithium. Uh, but but probably more than anything is. Kind of recently, I watched the Knights of Sidonia, Red Rocks, and performance. Holy shit. That song should be played way more. That cover is so fucking sick. Like, I could just see them jamming in and out of that song. I don't know. What a, what a great closer to a set it would be. Even an encore. I mean, I don't know. I'm just blown away by how the Biscuits play that song. I just, when you're, if you play a song that good, you should play it more often. That's all uh, with some of these covers. It's just, they're so good at some of them, you know? So that's it. You know, that's it. Okay. I'll stop there. Could I keep going? Of course. We're all fucking nerds about this shit, but I'm going to stop with those. Those are the originals and the covers that I think uh, should be played more from the Disco Biscuits. End rant. Let's move on. We are bringing back uh, a very popular segment. Uh, The first time we did it, people loved it, so we're going to do it again. We have a clip of the Disco Biscuits. So this clip is going to be also, it looks like, during uh, the COVID period where they were playing around a lot. This particular show was in Louisiana at a Waffle House parking lot. Uh, where uh, the Biscuits did a three-night run in the parking lot of a Waffle House, and I believe it was called Biscuits and Gravy Fire Show. What we're about to play here is just a little clip of an insane jam that was going into the Champions. It is just just peak Biscuits. Got to play a clip of this because this is just what I love about this band. So here's a quick clip from Biscuits and Gravy 2020. Okay, I'm being told by my producer that we still do not have the ability to play Disco Biscuit clips. We are not authorized to do that. Fortunately, the Lot Scene Band is coming to the rescue once again. The Lot Scene Band has recreated this particular clip of the Disco Biscuits playing in the Waffle House parking lot. So let's give that a go from the Lot Scene Band, everybody. Here we go.
wow, that that sounded like straight freaking flames, dude. That was some epic fake biscuits right there. Okay, give it up, guys, for the lot scene band. You guys really know what you're doing. All right, good stuff right there. All right, so moving right along. I'm very excited to bring on my first guest. She is a good friend of mine, and she's a girl I've seen many times over many years at shows. Uh, and uh, excited to have her on and to talk a little bit about her Disco Biscuit business that she does. Everybody say hello to Sunshine. Sunshine, so good to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, uh, what have you been up to lately? You been seeing some shows or anything? Oh, I've been seeing shows. That's right. I love the biscuits. They're playing so good right now. I'm just always in the front, riding the rail. Yeah, you're always. You always seem to be right there at the front. I don't know how you pull that off. I, you know, I just gotta get up there. So I just kind of push and shove and do whatever it takes to get to the front and just look my boys right in the eye and just let them know that sunshine's here boys so let's freaking get down yeah yeah you definitely have that 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 energy i'm a bisco queen okay i don't pay for drugs and i don't sleep with any fucking dudes unless they've seen at least 80 shows okay and trust me if i'm at the front riding the rail during a show and you're next to me okay if you try to tell me what song they're going into and you're fucking wrong you're never going to talk to me again. Because I'll tell you one thing about me. I always know what song it's going to be before anyone else does, okay? I'll call that shit way before anyone does, okay? Because I'm a fucking vet, and I've been seeing this band forever, okay? I get hit on all the time by dudes at shows, but I'm not interested, okay? Unless they can get me backstage. I, I don't need them, though. I could just totally, like, DM the band and just be like, Hey, Sunshine's here. Let me backstage. And they'll fucking probably will, like, one out of, like, ten times. Oh, so like every now and then they'll they'll let you backstage? Yeah, like not every time, but like most times, like, well, yeah, one out of 10. One out of 10, you know, one out of 20, so. So how does the band know you? I mean, of course, I'm always there. I'm always at like all the shows. They see me front and center. And like, I used to sleep with Joe Russo, so they like know that and they know that I'm like, cool. So you never pay for drugs? Never pay for drugs. What's your, what's your, what's your drug of choice? I'd say White Claw. Probably mango or black cherry. Do you do other drugs? Not really. Like, I don't smoke weed that much. I do a little bit of Adderall during a show. Like, like my perfect buzz is, like, three White Claws and, like, quarter Adderall and, like, maybe, like, two puffs of a vape pen. So you said you want to come on and talk about your business that you have? That's right. I have an Etsy store where I make circle logo items for everybody. Oh, that, that's cool. You have, like, a, an Etsy store. Yeah, I have an Etsy store. I've been running it now for, like... I don't know, like a year and a half, and we do like really cool stuff with like circle logos. Oh, nice! Like hats, t-shirts. Um, yeah, like hats, t-shirts. Um, we do some toilet paper, circle logo tampons, circle logo lint rollers, circle logo Q-tips. Uh, we do circle logo measuring cups, circle logo steak knives, circle logo squatty potties. Circle logo cheese graters, circle logo coffee filters, circle logo toothbrushes, circle logo breast implants, circle logo lint rollers, circle logo hospital gowns, circle logo flat brims. Oh, flat brims. Nice. For cats and dogs. Oh, okay. Uh, We'll do circle logo hermit crabs. Uh, I think that's inhumane. Oh. Okay, let me just get that off. Okay, that's fixed. Just kidding. <laughs> LOL. 
Um, so yeah, we do a lot of circle logo stuff, and you should totally check out the Sunshine page on Etsy. Just catch me on my Instagram, Sunshine Rides the Rail, and there's gonna be a link in the bio so you can get right to my Etsy. I'm taking a look at it right now. What's this? It's something I'm, you sell circle logo boof boofits? Yeah, boofits, which are basically like um bullets, like you know, Coke bullets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Coke bullet, but for your butt. Wow, okay. Yeah, you pop in the drugs, right? Then you insert the boofit and lift your ass in the air, and then the drugs fly out, and you then pop it out and then twist this little knob here, and then more drugs load it up for the next boof. Comes in black, blue, and fish donut pattern on my Etsy. Wow, a boofit. That is new. I have not heard of a boofit. That's cool. Well, thanks so much for coming by, Sunshine, and, and telling us about your wonderful Circle Logo Etsy store. Listeners of The Lot Scene, I am offering 30% off my entire Etsy store if you can get Aaron Magner to respond to my text because I keep sending him DMs and I keep sending him texts and I'm not sure it's the right number. And if you could just make sure that Aaron Magner gets back to me, he's so dreamy and I fucking love him and I just want to hang out with him. And I know that that's probably wrong or whatever, but like I can't get enough. And all the other guys sometimes will respond to my DMs, but like Magner never will. So if anybody can get me in touch with them, you'll get 30% off my Etsy store. Except for the hermit crabs, because those are no longer around. You've heard that, listeners. If someone could get Sunshine, Erin Magner's uh, personal information, then she will gladly give you that nice discount on her Etsy store. Well, thank you for coming by the show. Thank you so much, Above the Dave. Be for L, everybody. See you on tour. All right. Thank you, Sunshine. Give it up for Sunshine, everybody. Now I'd like to bring on our final guest of this episode uh this man is legit my hero he is incredible uh at guitar uh he has done it all he is in you know the biggest jam band of all time and he can do no wrong really uh so i'm so excited to have this guy come on the pod he popped in episode one and i do you know want to get a little more time with him to talk with us so very excited Everybody, give it up for Trey Anastasio. Trey, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Above the Dave. It's such a pleasure, um, uh, whatever, to, uh, to be here tonight. So, yeah, well, uh, you know, you've uh, keeping yourself busy. I know you've been, you got some, some tab shows. Uh, we got some fish shows coming uh, here in the summer. And you've been doing like music lessons on Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah, I tried to do that a little bit. Yeah. You said something that you said that you kind of wanted, you know, you kind of looked at your, your feed and it was just a lot of depressing or, or stupid stuff and you wanted something of more substance. And, and so you've been giving people uh, these really cool music lessons from someone we all would love to be our music teacher. You know, if we could, man, if we could just have you as our music teacher, you know, every week, that would just be the coolest thing. And, and you were kind of giving that to us, which I think is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I try, uh, you know, sometimes I get a little distracted and, you know, I'll wake up. I wake up every morning at, uh, at four in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I wake up at four and then I have, um, I'll do a, probably about 14 cups of coffee. Uh, yeah, it takes me about till, they'll take me up till about 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. 
<gasps> 14 cups. Damn, dude. Well, yeah. Yeah. I love coffee. I mean, because you're sober. So, I mean, you know, you're not doing anything else. No, I've been sober yeah, for a long time now. Yeah. And every day, one day at a time, though. One super caffeinated day at a time, I guess, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, usually around like 6 uh, or 7 a.m., you know, I'll go pretty fidgety. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when I like to play guitar. Um, so I'll start playing around 7 a.m. And uh, uh, my wife usually will tell me to sh- uh, shut the fuck up. And <laughs> uh, but I don't uh, because I... You know, I tell her that, uh, you know, I need to write at least four songs a day. Four songs a day, Trey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I write a lot of songs. So, I mean, yeah, you guys not only are coming out with new songs, it seems like every year you got new fish songs. You're doing, you know, you've had a new fish album. I mean, you do the, the Ghost in the Forest. You've done your own. I mean, that Trey live album you came out with like a year ago was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're just firing at all cylinders right now, man. How do you do it? Mostly coffee. <laughs> yeah, mostly coffee. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I just like, a, you know, I would just, I feel, you know, I just have like a will to live. Yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, no one's, I don't think anyone's really putting out music, coming up with new songs and touring the way you have been doing for the last few years like you you know it's truly amazing and uh you know uh, as long as you can keep it up man i think that's really cool you know we're all we're amazed by you thank you thank you uh, that's too that's too nice that's that's too nice so trey so you said you want to come on the pond today and you wanted to uh play a song for us yeah uh, yeah i wrote a song um uh, at five in the morning uh, this morning, and um, yeah, it's a it's a new one that uh, I'd like wanted to play for everybody here. Uh, that uh, you know maybe we'll uh, you know we may see it later in, in the summer, uh, later this year on tour. So we'll see. Yeah, um, that's so cool, man. So I saw you brought your guitar here. What's the what's the song called? It's called uh, Lost Again. Actually, Paige is going to come in and do a little backup singing for me as well. Oh, my God. Paige McConnell's here, too? Yeah, come on. Come on out, Paige. Come on out, Paige. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on out, Paige. Oh, my God. Paige McConnell. How you doing? Oh, uh, that's me. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Doing good. I didn't, I didn't see you over there. I didn't even know you were in the studio. <laughs> oh, silly me. I was just hiding back there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You guys are silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so everyone listening on, a, on the podcast, we have a Fish debut uh, coming your way right now. This is a new song from Fish called Lost Again. Take it away, Trey and Paige. Friend. You will see that moment end 
having this once A black sack and hollowed hearts The colors bouncing off the void To which leaves me quite annoyed To mist, and all you've learned is on the list. The passing ship, the steady slap. We're so glad to see your back. Tickets stub in your hand The light now glides from where it began And silence contagious in moments like these In a minute we'll be splashing in the sea Trey and Paige, that was a beautiful, beautiful song. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I just uh, just wrote it this morning at five, so yeah, we're still working some stuff out, but it's it's pretty. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, Trey. Guys, um, thank you so much for for popping into the studio and, and get, giving us that brand new fish song. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the road. That's right. We will see you on the road. Uh, so excited for Fish this year. You guys have just been killing it. And 
But there you have it, everybody. That was Lost Again from Fish. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Well, guys, there you have it. Another episode of The Lot Scene. I've been your host, Above the Dave. I want to thank my guest, Sunshine, for popping in, talking about our Etsy store, and for Trey and special guest, Paige, for popping in and debuting that new Fish song. Guys, it's been another wonderful episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, next episode, we are going to be talking about my favorite Disco Biscuit songs that I love to sing but don't actually know the lyrics to. That's right. I'm going to be reading some lyrics of various Biscuit songs that I have been sort of humming along to to, at shows and in my car for 20 plus years and never actually knew what I was singing. Mark Brownstein is going to be popping in as well to be talking about the upcoming Bisco shows. He's going to be announcing tons of new Biscuit shows that they're going to be doing here this summer. We are very excited for that big announcement. Also, we're going to be talking with a guy who never wears a shirt at shows. And then finally, we're going to be talking to John Mayer. That's right, John Mayer is popping in, and we're very excited to talk to that guy. So everybody tune in next week. It has been a pleasure. I have been your host, Above the Dave, and this has been The Loud 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 Loud